Well, hello, my little bamlets and bean stews. This is Beans, and it is disclaimer time. Bam and I are not sexperts, and our advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you have a serious health concern, we strongly urge you to consult a qualified physician. And, for obvious reasons, our Sex Talk podcast is intended for only the maturest of audiences. Enjoy! Here we go, here we go again Trying hard but you wanna be my friend Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to Here we go, here we go again Call my bluff, I'ma be you till the end I'm the one you ride, I'm the one you ride to If you And I'm Beans. And this is Sex Talk with Bam and Beans. Where we like to talk about sex. And we encourage you to talk about sex with us. And I enjoy making Bam feel uncomfortable and making her say more of our introduction. It's really weird. (laughs) This is wildly uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, if you've been listening, then you already know our email is bamandbeans at gmail.com. And we're always on Facebook, so go ahead, give us a like, and give us a share. And And check out our Would You Rathers. Yeah, our Would You Rathers. Which, okay, I'm sorry. I was a little disappointed on our Would You Rather polls from the past week, only because someone did not understand what Would You Rather really means, where you have to choose. You have to pick one. One or the other. You cannot have both. Yeah. So that was kind of made me a little sad. But you have to, you, that's just the rule. That's why it's a thing. You have to pick one. Would you rather do this? Otherwise, I would just be like, nah, neither. Or, uh, yeah, both. Or everything. And it would just be easy. Yeah. And we wouldn't have to discuss it. Exactly. Then we wouldn't care what you guys think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, these would you rathers are actually from, um, a week ago because. We are ahead in our podcasting recording, so this episode's not coming out until, like, next week. No, two weeks. Two weeks. That's right. It's so weird, because we literally record right after I put out a podcast. I know. So. Which, like, I mean, okay. (laughs) I mean, if you just want to go ahead and remind them what the Would You Rathers were, and, um... What people think. Oh, yeah. You can go ahead and do that if you want. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. <laughs> um, so, last week's Would You Rathers. Uh, the first one was, would you rather have group sex with strangers or would you rather have group sex with your exes? Um, and in light of the person who broke the rules, uh, it was unanimous <laughs> with uh, everybody 
wanted to go ahead and just have group sex with strangers. In wonderful podcasting land where strangers aren't creeps. Yep. Um, and then the other one, the second one was, would you rather um, have sex in the backyard or sex on the front porch? Um, with our wonderful podcasting world, uh, I had three votes for backyard and one vote for porch. Hey! Which is pretty cool. And then the last one, where we only had one vote, which was okay. (laughs) Um, Would you rather make out with your boss or watch your partner make out with their boss? And what was the response? Uh, They would rather make out with their boss. Oh, alrighty. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, just uh, taking one for the team. I guess, you know. (laughs) All right, so. Would you rather do Um, beans. Bam. Would you rather be with someone who insists on raw sex or someone who insists on no sex? Raw sex meaning no protection? Yep, raw sex being like unprotected sex. Like, okay. Here is my take on unprotected sex. I myself rather enjoy sex without a condom. And uh, that has definitely gotten me in trouble in the past. Um, Have I learned from that mistake? Uh, Maybe. You know, uh, (laughs) being a little bit more careful on choosing my partners. (laughs) But, like, I feel like for someone to demand that it's unprotected sex or no sex... Is kind of like, ooh. Like, I want it to be my choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in because it's would you rather, and you have to choose one or the other, I'm going to go with raw sex because, I mean, that's what I have anyways. And in magical fairy tale podcast land where there's not extreme repercussions. I mean, even, even so. Like, just kind of keeping true to my practices. Um... I would much rather have raw sex than no sex. And I completely agree with you on that one. Mm -hmm. I mean, considering my partner and I, we have raw sex anyway, so. I mean, you guys are also, like, married and. Yeah, like, barely, though. Like, eventually want to procreate anyways, so. Yeah, I would like to spawn one day. Yeah, And and you do have an IUD in. Now I'm just telling them all of your information. We can edit that out. <laughs> I probably won't. Could you fucking do that? <laughs> I don't need to know about my vagina. <laughs> well, I'm also on birth control. So. Yeah. I mean. You know. But birth control does not protect you from STIs. That is true. And that is why I get tested. I also get tested. All the fucking time. Fucking frequently. Totes. And I've been fucking the same person for five years, so. Yay. <laughs> um, beans. Bam. Are you ready for the second one? Totally. Would you rather pick up someone at a nightclub or someone at a bar? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say bar. I fucking knew you would. I'm not really much of a nightclub person. If I'm at a nightclub, it's because I want to, like, dance with my lady friends 
and not get hit on by dudes grinding their boners into my thigh. So. Is that a gun in your hip? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, that's, that's just me. I would much rather pick someone up at a bar because I feel like at a bar you can have more conversation, more like, uh, brain stimuli. Yeah. See, when I think, um, like, bar versus nightclub, I think, um, like, people at a nightclub, they're, like, super seedy. Yeah. And they're kind of, like, you know why they're there. Like, they're on the prowl. Yeah. That's why they're there. You fucking know why they're there. Yeah. People at a bar, like, it could literally just be, like, their fucking watering hole. Yeah. And they're just there all the fucking time. Yeah. I mean, and to all those people that prefer a nightclub, like... That's your scene. There's nothing wrong with that. That's totally cool. Just personally, for me, I'm more of a barfly. Just all of my experiences in a nightclub have not been the best. <laughs> Ooh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I'm 0 for 20 on that one. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm, right. I'm pretty good with not ever going to another nightclub again. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good forever. Um, are you ready for the last one? Yes. This one, I'm going to apologize to you ahead of time. Oh, God. Would you rather? Nope. You know what? I've decided I don't. I don't even want to hear it because if I don't hear it, then I don't have to make the choice and I know that it's going to be awful. Make out on a bed filled with stains (sighs) or on a dusty bedroom floor. Oh. Do you want your asthma to kick in or do you want to worry about getting tested the next day? Man, like, what? I mean, could it be snack stains? Because I'd be okay with that. I want you to know it just says like stains. Pizza stains. It doesn't, does not specify. I mean, it just means that they have to wash their sheets. <laughs> or maybe they did wash their sheets and it's just and not like coming never out. coming out. I'm going to go with that option, I think. You're going to go with the stained bed? Yeah, because, like, literally, it may be, it may be fun for him. For me to be sneezing every two seconds, but it's not going to be fun for me. <laughs> I read that one and I was like, this is going to make you so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to have to quit, like, mid-thrust to throw on my nebulizer. Yeah. I'm going to have to have that hanging out of my mouth as we're doing it doggy style. Like. But it's, this one's just making out, so you can go somewhere else I can't even sex. make out. I cannot make out with a nebulizer in my mouth. <laughs> this guy's like licking around uh, your nebulizer. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like swatting him away. Like, let me finish. Oh god. I mean, what, what, do, you, what do you choose? Oh, me? No, I don't, I don't have asthma, so I'm gonna go ahead on the dusty floor. I don't <laughs> fucking know. <laughs> What the? I want everybody to know I'm shallow enough where I made somebody get rid of their entire fucking bed because I think too many women slept on it. You're talking about your husband? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I inherited that bed. Is it still in the... Oh, no, no, no. Oh. Oh, no, I left that. Or, um, I had I had uh, Big Trash come and pick that one. Oh, good. Yeah. Because uh, my partner and I, we got a new bed. It's king size bed. Oh, that's right. So it's got enough room for me, him, and my stuffed animals. Oh yeah, I laid on it with you when we watched we watched The Office. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then um, my old bed with you know all the people that I've slept on. Yeah. With. 
our the spare bedroom. Yeah. 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 So that was yeah. That's that's one great thing about um me having allergies, like uh I couldn't have any of his furniture come over like that because he had cats. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh <laughs> sorry. Well, what if we just washed it? No, it doesn't work that way. So, I just have a question for you. Okay. Considering today we are podcasting on Halloween, we but people are. aren't going to fucking hear it for, like, weeks. Two weeks. I'm okay with that. Just know that this the day of Halloween. <laughs> it's, but it's not just Halloween. It's Christmas-ween! It's Christmas-ween! Oh, the weather outside is frightful. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I woke up crying uh, with my little witch hat on. <laughs> For those of you that live in the Midwest alongside us, you guys know exactly what we're talking oh, about. Oh, fuck yeah. Fucking snow before Halloween is never a good thing. Dude, like my mom got me a cute little witch clip to put in, put in my hair. Are you five? Well. Because that was the last time my mom got me a clip to put in my hair was when I was five. Hey. Double fuck you, because I can also put it in my dog's hair, and she's running around with the so tiny witch hat. It was for your dog. It was no, for your dog. It was for me originally, mm. and then I put it on my dog to see how she would react. And she was not happy. <laughs> she kind of just sat down and gave up on life. But Sounds I was just right. sitting there, just like with this tiny witch hat on my head when I just woke up, and I'm like, "Oh, that's snow." I told everybody if they talked about it, it would fucking manifest. And what did it do? Fucking manifested. Honestly, I was just, I was very um, specific about when I was okay for snow to start. I was very, yeah. Literally any day after today. Mm-hmm. Today was the day I got new tires for my truck. And I had to drive in this shitstorm, <laughs> literal shitstorm, for a half an hour yeah. to go to where my buddy works to get these tires put on. Oh, yeah. Like... Oh my god, I was going 35 on the highway while people with fucking four-wheel drivers zooming past me in my bald-ass tires, like, white-knuckling it all the way there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh my god, please just don't fucking crash me into a ditch. Please. I kind of just looked at my truck and I was like, ooh, you gonna be there for a while. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Babe, you're driving me everywhere today. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm taking your car. And then I'm stealing your car. <laughs> That must be nice. But if it didn't, if it didn't snow, Mm -hmm. would you, would you have rather dressed slutty instead of snow suity? I feel like I am past that phase in my life where I necessarily have to dress slutty. You just asked me at the Halloween store. Oh my God. (laughs) I was literally just being cliche. You sound so serious. No. Should we dress like slutty cats? <laughs> I was like, we're, we're missing an opportunity to dress slutty. Because <laughs> we're going to be the only ones doing it and everybody else is going to have fucking winter coats on. It would have been really fucking funny if we just like went in with shorts and a big ass puffy coat and some cat ears and never take the coat off. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> like I'm a slutty cat. Prove it. No, it's fucking cold. Bitch, it's snowing outside. (laughs) My God. Put a bra on over the puffy coat. (laughs) (laughs) 
That'd be fucking great. But no, I was totally cool with doing the Cosmo and Wanda idea because I thought we fucking killed that costume. I really loved it, but the wig was just so irritating. And honestly, towards the, the end of the night, the only reason why I made you do that with me was because Wanda already has pink hair <laughs> and I hate wearing wigs. Thanks. I hate it. Thank you for making me the one. I mean, like, you agreed. Dude, I was not upset at all. Fill up! <laughs> and you looked awesome in that green wig. I, I don't care what you say. I want you to know, one of um, one of the people at work, like, one of the residents, I should say, uh, said, what the fuck happened to you? <gasps> and I was like, what? And they were like, did you really chop all your hair off? <laughs> and I was like... They were so concerned. Yeah, I was like, no. I was like, this is just a wig. They went, oh, thank God. And they were like, I don't think you'd be a very pretty boy. And they walked away, and I was like... <laughs> well, it's a good thing I have a vagina, then. <laughs> oh, I was like, okay. Even if I wanted to be a pretty boy, I got a lot of boob that I gotta have cut off. Like, I thought you made a very handsome boy. Oh, thank you. I mean, everybody else really enjoyed it. <laughs> even though some people asked me if I was Tinkerbell. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was the only person from the kitchen that dressed up, and... I had so many people stopping me and, and like, going, oh, my God, you look so cute. Oh, my God, are you the tooth fairy? And I'm like, no. No. I'm a fairy godparent. <laughs> uh, only a couple of people actually got who we were. Oh, yeah. But when they did, it was fucking magical. Oh, yeah. And then I had one person from um, from another department come up to me and go, thank you so much for just being you. Aww. Like, you're always so cheerful and, like, involved and... You're, you're just wonderful. You're always so great. And I'm like, thanks. And I honestly think it was just a dig at, like, the whole rest of my department that didn't fucking oh, yeah. do anything. Who didn't really, like, try <sighs> yeah. to do anything. Yeah. Um, I had some one of the residents uh, tell me that they thought it was extremely amazing that there's a few of us who dressed up just to make their day better. Yeah. And I was like, well... I'm happy I could make you smile today. Yeah. So, so happy. That was fun. That's why we do it. Also, because we're fucking dramatic. Oh, I'm so fucking dramatic. So dramatic. I put glitter in my eyebrows for fucking funsies. You do. Actually, you still have some glitter in there. Dude, I didn't put anything in for the last week. I'm just saying, it's like, still it there. It's just there. It, it's there. It's a part of you now. I think the glitter is actually taking over my eyebrows. I think it's actually just your skin that sparkles. Maybe it's because when I fell down the stairs, <laughs> the glitter embedded itself into my forehead and my eyebrows <laughs> when I took a very dramatic that was tumble. Like three weeks ago. <laughs> I know. And it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> it, and by the time that this podcast is posted, it'll be five weeks ago. <laughs> And it'll still be there. <laughs> I like that your arm is around me. This makes me feel so comfortable. Oh, we're snuggling. It's amazing. We're snuggle buds. So, yells. We just got an email. We just got an email. All of our listeners that write in. Oh yeah, like even even like the few that have only written in once. I feel like when they did write in, they've provided. So much content for us. Oh, yeah. And it's it's extremely important to us. So just uh, keep that in mind if you're listening and you've never written us before. We really appreciate it. It gives us an idea of what others are looking for. It gives yeah. us a 
I'm going to be fucking weird about it. It gives me a sense that what we're trying to do here isn't falling on deaf ears. Yeah, that it's actually working. Yeah. That it's got people thinking and it's got people wanting to talk about this topic with us. Yeah. And it makes us feel like we came out of the closet for a reason. Yeah. Although sometimes I miss that closet. I really miss that fucking closet. Just the literal closet. I know. It's okay. We'll get another closet soon. We'll be okay. Um, so I'm going to have you read. You want me to read it? Yes. Please. Okay. I'm having a lot of list problems today, and oh. it's going to be a editing nightmare for you if I do it. That's fine. So, sorry, and then I'll kick you. All right. So this email was uh, the subject, who the hell let this guy behind a keyboard? <laughs> <laughs> Hello again, ladies. A here. I know it's been a while since I wrote last. Didn't think I had much of interest to say until I heard your last episode and got to listen to the article chosen for it. Now, I know you asked for some male input and even kind of put the article on blast yourselves. Well, as a male, I have to say that I think my reaction was a bit more visceral. Here's my main problem with the article. The, while things came off as trying to be controversial, in my opinion, it was almost like an article written by Cosmo editors trying to slap down the kind of advice Cosmo gives to women. While there were some nuggets of truth to it, the excerpts of men's opinions seemed specifically chosen to try to elicit a shock response as though people had never had these thoughts before. And I completely agree when you ladies said it seemed as though they didn't get many people's opinions for this article. It's almost as though the only male opinion taken were the male half of the couple who wrote this. As a guy, I'm almost a bit insulted even. One single man was involved in an article that was supposed to represent men's opinions on certain aspects of sex, and he only put his own opinion as though it were gospel. Guess what? Sometimes when guys are going down on women, hell yeah, we like having our hair pulled. It's simple things like that. Even the things they did get right, they didn't really delve much into. Because of this, they didn't touch on more important aspects of each topic that could have that could have countered the single opinion they actually bothered to get for this article. Honestly, I could go on with this rant, but I think you get the idea. You ladies could tell, even as you were reading the article, that something was off, at, well, at least, or were able to bring some levity to such an awfully sourced article. Keep up the good work, ladies, and I can't wait for the next episode. A. P.S. I know this is a couple who wrote this article, and if I remember correctly, you cited it as Frank and Lane Moore. Lane Moore is an editor for Cosmo. To think that anybody in a position like that actually let an article like this go through is kind of embarrassing. Or is that just me? It is not just you, A. Oh, oh my God. Honestly, like, um, I thought that uh, that article was hilarious. Like, it, it did feel like there was supposed to be some sort of degree of, like, sincerity to yeah. it. But it was just so ridiculously off. <laughs> it was like if The Onion had an article printed in Cosmo. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So, yeah. Thank thank you, A, for writing in. Yeah, thanks, A. And letting us know your male opinion. <laughs> exactly. Like, we care about the male opinion. Mm-hmm. I was also really worried at first, like, 
fuck, we're going to, like, insult people. Yeah. And then at the same time, I'm like, we're going to take this as, like, hey, we're going to read this, and then you guys fucking tell us what's wrong about this. I was honestly, I was halfway expecting for someone to come forward and, and like, feel insulted. Yeah. For us to just be like, well, you know that wasn't our intent. Yeah. We, we never set out maliciously to slander anybody around here, really. It was just that a lot of the ideas in that article were just so oh, out there. Wow. Like, I'm not saying that it is never going to happen where somebody feels that way. Right. But in the 26 years that I've had breath, and for the last 10 years that I've been blowing dudes, I'm pretty sure every dude I have blown <laughs> does not feel that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> Like, actually, doesn't mind being deep-throated. Yeah. Um, putting a dick in my mouth makes me the person of power. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when I ask you what you like and you go, I don't like being deep-throated. I'm, I'm You'd be the first person, you know? I'm immediately going to look for a vagina. Yeah. Like, right. See, that right there, that could have been misconstrued as us um, being offensive. <laughs> well, I mean... Okay, let's just get one thing straight. <laughs> you know what? Fucking prove us wrong. I mean... Prove us wrong. Okay, now I feel like we're asking them to come over here and whip their dick out. <laughs> no, I'm, what I'm saying is if you're offended, let us know. Yeah, and tell us why. How the fuck are we supposed Set to know that we're straight. offending people if we don't know who we're offending? Right. Or why we're offending them. Yeah. So f- fucking do it. So fuck fuck you? It's fucking embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just I just want to say fucking embarrassing. Like over <laughs> I want to get up, walk out, kick your trash can. <laughs> no. It's fucking embarrassing. No. Don't do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was our email. I have an article. I love articles. And it's not a satirical article. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good one. Um, kind of going along with my new uh theme of wanting to talk about different relationship dynamics that have a sexual element. Yes. And this was the one that I I've been wanting to address. But I just needed more sourcing on. Okay. And I actually got, like, a really good kind of inside view um, while I was talking to a friend that is in this type of relationship. Oh, nice. It's not someone that I know extremely well, but um, I kind of got to listen to some of his woes of being in... Um, what I'm going to go out online and say, not the most successful mm-hmm. um, polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, so today we're going to talk about polyamory. Yay! And the um, article that I found that was the most helpful was from Healthline.com. And it's titled, What Does It Mean to Be Polyamorous? And so for those of you that don't know, polyamory no. is... Uh, just one form of consensual non-monogamy. So it's about um, two people that are in a relationship 
that may also be in relationships with other people. Okay. And it's it's not the same thing as cheating because in polyamory you have an understanding that the person you're in a relationship with will also have a relationship with someone else. It's a consent factor. Yes. Cheating is non a non-consent. Mhm. Cheating includes deception. Yes, there you go. And there, betrayal. That's what it's I It's all going. done behind the other person's back. Yeah. And it's not agreed upon. Yeah, and then this is, you're up front, you're flat out telling them, like, this is what I am, this is who I am, these are the types of relationships I'm going to have. Yes. Um, in this article, they also point out that it doesn't mean that you're unable or uninterested in commitment. Yeah. It just means that you have a different style of commitment. You can still be committed to one person and also committed to another person. It's it's almost separate but together. Yeah. It also it also doesn't mean that you're down for group sex. Because a lot of times in polyamorous relationships, um, it's not a triangle. No. Where, where you know, it's I like have a, a boyfriend and I have a girlfriend and my boyfriend has two girlfriends. Yeah. And we're all three the same people. Um, it doesn't always go down like that. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying if, if that's what you want and if that's what's agreed upon. And that's what works out. Then totally. Uh, while polyamory can include sexual relationships with more than one person, it's not about having sex with multiple people at the same time. And it just goes on. Um, it simply means that polyamory is defined as practicing or being open to intimate relationships with more than one person. Like, that's, like, the most simple breakdown of the word. Okay. And dating as a polyamorous person means you're not looking for just one person to share a romantic or sexual connection with. It then goes further to talk about four key values, and these are extremely important in all relationships, but I feel like when you're adding a second relationship to the mix, they become even more vital. Yeah. And that is, um, first and foremost, trust. Oh, yeah. Just like monogamous couples, polyamorous people need to be able to trust one another. Some ways they might build trust include communicating about new partners, practicing safe sex, and keeping promises. The communication is the next point, and that's extremely, extremely vital. I mean, it's like my favorite word. <laughs> like, um, because when when you're adding another person into your relationship, whether you're having a relationship one-on-one -on -one or the two of you are having a relationship with this person, there needs to be communication with all three parties. Yeah. Or four parties. If, you know, if each of you are going to have another partner, everyone's got to be in on it. Everyone's got to be agreeing to it. And that brings us to our last one, or our third one, consent. Yeah. Everyone has to be a consenting partner inside the relationship. And really, like, it may be two separate or three separate or however many separate relationships. But at the end of the day, it's all revolving around one center. And everyone's got to be included in that. Yeah. Everyone's got to be okay with that. You can't have one partner that's not okay with you dating someone else 
or seeing someone else or having a romantic relationship with someone else. It does not work that way. Someone's going to get hurt. And lastly, mutual respect. If someone considers your feelings unimportant, then a monogamous relationship with them isn't going to work. The same goes for polyamorous. It isn't just about respecting your partner's feelings to be with someone else. Respecting other people, including your partner's partners, is key. So if, if, you're, if you're doing polyamory for the first time, these are some things to kind of consider. You have to, you have to be able to communicate your feelings and to accept how other people in the relationship are feeling. Yeah. You have to be able to, um, to trust that the other people in this type of relationship have your best well-being in mind. Otherwise, what are we doing here? Yeah. And you, you have to be okay with it. Like if you're, above all, not okay with your person seeing someone else or even seeing someone else while you're seeing your person, yeah. then, you know, this may not be the right type of relationship for you. How to know if it's right for you? (laughs) (laughs) How do you handle jealousy? (laughs) Obviously, jealousy does not work in polyamory. No. If you ask me, jealousy does not work in normal relationships. I don't think jealousy works anywhere. I agree. In jealousy comes a lot of insecurity. Yeah. And if you can't be secure in your relationship, then it needs to be worked on. I mean, like, any type of relationship, though. Like, friendships. Yeah, absolutely. like, intimate relationships. Like, anything. I will tell you, like, any time even just the word jealous or jealousy comes up, I have kind of, like... A shudder reaction like to it. Like a cringe it. factor. It really is. It's cringy to me because uh, just something as simple as um, my partner used to, to joke around a lot about being jealous of this or being jealous of that. And it rubbed me the wrong way because I like it's not much of a joke to me. Mm-hmm. To me, jealousy means that you feel bad for not having that or you feeling insecure for not yeah. having that. And I don't ever want to make anyone feel that way. I personally don't want to ever feel that way. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to make anyone else feel that way. And it, it's something that I kind of had to, uh, I had to communicate about. And we, you know, I mean, I haven't, it, it hasn't come up since, but like, yeah, jealousy is, is poison. It is. Next, do you enjoy variety in your sex life? I thought you were going to ask me if I enjoy Verizon. I don't know why, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't care who your fucking cell phone, cell phone carrier is. is, even though it's the same as mine. Well, we get three minutes after nine, so. <laughs> oh, and you're also in my top five. You're in my top five. <laughs> so, free texting. <laughs> um, monogamous couples can certainly spice things up with some variety in the bedroom, but some people desire more than monogamy can offer. If you prefer mixing things up with different types of sex with different types of people, then polyamory may be your thing. Um, Next thing to consider, do you enjoy deep emotional connections with more than one person? It can be a lot to handle emotional intimacy with even just one person. If you've got the capacity and the interest for emotional connections with multiple people at once, that's a good sign for your ability to practice polyamory. I feel like that a lot of people in our social circle would do well 
in a polyamorous relationship mm-hmm. on this factor alone. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us are so close and so deeply connected that it would literally be easy for us to all meld into, like, one person. Legitimately, um, kind of my thought on it is mm-hmm. when people are like, I don't think I could ever do that. It's like, well, think of it this way. When you move on from your past relationship, mm-hmm. you're picking somebody different for a different reason. Mm-hmm. But instead of moving on from somebody, you still have that person. Yeah. But you just love them in a different way. Yeah. For different reasons. Like, there are different things that you can connect with that person mm-hmm. and you can be, you know, yourself with this person. But you can also be yourself with person B. Mm-hmm. But in a different way, because there's something different about them. They understand you on a different level. You have, you know, different types of interests that, you know, co-align and everything like that. So, I mean, hell, my my husband was so fucking jealous all the time. <laughs> and you know what? That's another thing to consider is, you know, it has to be okay for you and your current partner. Yeah. I've worked very hard to have the man I have. So. That is true. When he does do something stupid and pass, you know, this might be the thing for me. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to fall off a roof someday, let's be honest. <laughs> and I'll be right there to scoop you on up. Fucking weirdo. Uh, the next thing to consider is why are you interested in polyamory? Different people have different reasons for choosing polyamory, so what about it interests you? Polyamory isn't an easy fix for relationship problems. Or a way to justify cheating. You and your partners must have a genuine interest in exploring additional relationships for polyamory to work. So it can't just be like, well, I love this person and I love this person too and I want to have them both. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be a little bit more than that. You have to be willing to put in the work. Yeah. You have to be willing to love both people equally. And you have to be willing to um, give that up if the other two parties don't want it. Yeah. If they're not willing to put in the work, if they're not willing to be in that type of relationship, you have to respect that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, how to bring it up with your current partner. <laughs> Listen up, fam. <laughs> Listen to your beans. <laughs> <laughs> of course, if you're in a monogamous relationship now, then talking to your current partner is an essential step in figuring out if polyamory will work for you. These tips can help your conversation. Number one, first and foremost, be honest. It's honorable if you want to avoid hurting your partner's feelings, but keeping your true feelings to yourself won't help set up realistic expectations. For example, if sex with another person, or if sex with other people is what you want, tell your partner so, and together the two of you can work through any feelings that come up about it. It doesn't have to be about their shortcomings. Obviously, um, use I statements to focus on your own feelings. Yeah. You know, it's not what you're not doing. It's what I would like to explore. How I'm feeling about this situation. Mm -hmm. I feel as if if I do this, this is going to be better for me. Mm -hmm. Things like that. I feel like I've just got so much love to give that I want to give it to another person, but also continue giving love to you. I feel like you will always be my bottom bitch. (laughs) But I would like to expand my corporation. (laughs) Uh, Next would be to take your time. There's no need to rush this. If your partner needs time to think about it or wants to read up on polyamory before making a decision, that's not a bad thing. 
next uh, is to learn how to establish ground rules. That's literally what you do in any relationship. Oh, yeah. Your hard limits. Your hard nose. <laughs> hard nose. Um, and think about what you're looking forward to. Are you excited about going on first dates again? What about trying sex acts that you can't do with your current partner? Reflecting on what you're looking forward to can help you identify areas where you need to set boundaries, like if your partner doesn't want to hear the details of your dates. And create a yes-no-maybe list. A yes-no-maybe chart can be a useful tool for establishing likes, dislikes, and boundaries in an intimate relationship. Try making a list with polyamory-specific items. For example, you might say yes to bringing other partners home to visit, no to having overnight guests, and maybe to staying overnight at another partner's home. So that's that's actually something that could be extremely helpful for my friend who is currently in a polyamorous relationship. Um, he's having problems communicating his feelings and his insecurities mm-hmm. and in a way that he can be taken seriously and not just like pushed to the back burner. Yeah. Um, so maybe sitting down and suggesting making this list of yes, no's and maybes will help him figure out where everybody stands in the relationship and what the boundaries are going to be. Yeah. Uh, next would be make plans for checking in and renegotiating. Just because you set ground rules in the beginning doesn't mean those rules have to be set in stone. In fact, it's best to keep talking about your relationship parameters to make sure they're still working out and change things up if necessary. If you're trying polyamory for the first time, it might be fun to play regular, to plan regular check-ins to share how it's going for you. And I feel like that's extremely important. It really is. Like communication is key in any fucking relationship. Communication. Communication. Ding. (laughs) Um, Emotional boundaries to consider. Considering different categories of boundaries can help you get all the bases covered. Here are some examples of emotional boundaries. Casual versus serious relationships. Um, Sharing details with each other. The frequency of seeing others. Telling other people about your polyamorous status. These are all, uh, they're all emotional boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, physical boundaries to consider. Kissing, cuddling, and other non-sensual acts. Sharing space with your partner's partner. If there's multiple. No. <laughs> um, I thought you were telling me to, I was like, what the no. fuck? I didn't <laughs> just talk yet. Adding the, the S that's in parentheses, partner. <laughs> Um, sexual acts and safe sex practices, um, and those are all physical boundaries to consider. And then it goes on, man, I didn't realize how long this article is, but it's just, I love how in-depth it goes. It's very in-depth. And it's, it's very informative. I'm not going to literally sit here and read the whole thing. Um, I will, however, Post link it, it to this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's it's amazing. It's it, it really like well really thought good. out. Yeah, it's medically reviewed by Janet Brito, PhD, and written by I'm going to say this wrong, Maisha Johnson. Um, well, is it? In, oh, I'm pretty sure it's 
Yeah. Maisha. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's how I would pronounce it. Either way, fucking you go, girl. Thank you so much for the tip. Tips. <laughs> Tips. If you have any other questions or um, if you're considering a polyamorous relationship, I definitely, definitely suggest you read this article and talk to your partner about it. Talk yeah. to your friends about it. See what they think. The more you talk about it, the more comfortable or uncomfortable you'll get with the idea of it. Yeah. And that's what I had for today. That's awesome. Oh, snap. You know what time it is? It's an amazing time. It's time for 50 revealing questions that will make your friends regret picking truth over dare. (laughs) That means I have to pick a number. Hmm. Okay. Bam. Beans. If you could erase one past experience, what would it be? Ooh, one past experience. Now, does it have to be a sexual experience? I mean, because it would be the one podcast. It would be the one where the guy was singing. Oh, then no, (laughs) pick a different one. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, it would still be (laughs) no. Pick a different one. Um, We already know that one. (laughs) (laughs) That one's already erased in magical podcast land. Well, I feel like my brain isn't catching up to you being erased. Um, if I had to pick one experience, you know what? I'm going to go ahead, um, and actually say it would probably be my first time. Wow. Yeah, I get that. I would definitely, uh, dude, like, everybody's fucking first time is terrible. Mine wasn't too bad, but, like, my first relationship was just kind of awful and drawn out, so... No, like, I would definitely want to erase that experience in hopes that I would be able to get, like... A better first time. A better crack at it, you know? I get that. I totally get that. That would definitely be one of them. Yeah. One of the many I could possibly erase, but that would be the one. If you could make a wish, one wish... Right this second, what would it be? I'd wish for a million dollars. That's pretty... I don't know. Cliche. You said, like, just now. Like, <laughs> it was just right off the top of my dome. Can I have, like, 30 more seconds to think about okay, it? Okay, you can have 15 <clears throat> seconds. I would... I'm sorry, I would probably still wish for money. <laughs> Except it would be more than a million dollars. I would I would wish why, for Yeah, why would you wish for, for such a low number? Six hundred trillion dollars. Because that would solve a lot of problems in my life. You know how many people I can like I could change so many lives with six hundred trillion dollars. I'm, like, super greedy. Like, no, I'm sorry, but I would set up my my family for life on everything and then literally go down the line to all of my friends and go, you get a house, you get a house, you get a house. Oh, you got school debt? I'll get rid of that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want school debt? Let me pay off it right away. Oh, you want to go back to school? Here, scholarship. (laughs) Scholarship. What up? (laughs) Show me your ankle, you get a scholarship. (laughs) Literally, like... I think that would be it. Like, I know it's cliche, but everybody's got their, like, what if I won the lottery ideas? And um, I, if I had one wish, that's what I would wish for, because I think that's what I could make the most changes with. That's amazing. 
Now, what's your sexual wish? Oh, sexual <laughs> wish? Um... I like that she puts her arm around me immediately. <laughs> there was no pausing. I'm nervous. I am wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know. Um, my sexual wish, maybe it would be for a hall pass. Oh, okay. To use at a different date. Um, Are oh. there going to be blackout dates on this hall pass? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, like, like I'm, I'm pretty well content in my relationship, and I don't see it going any like I'm not going anywhere, but I don't see it changing or ending. Yeah. So you don't see you know, it changing for worse. Maybe or just ending due to bad circumstances. Right. So like, like that. Maybe just having that uh, that one, you know, that one just having to, it in the back pocket to have that one possibility to maybe have sex with another person. Instead of just the same person for the whole rest of my life. Oh, yeah. Type thing. I don't know. Maybe that. Or maybe a thousand dildos. I don't know. A thousand vibrators. I'd wish for a thousand vibrators. I like that you were like, call pass. <laughs> a thousand vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> no, but still money. Because I can do sexy things with money, too. But yeah, you could buy yourself a thousand vibrators <laughs> with 600 if trillion. If I had 600 trillion dollars, I would immediately want to cash that check first so that I can swim in it like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck <laughs> swam in coins. Yeah. You can't swim in coins. They are a mass. Yeah. You would, li- you would kill yourself well, then I would get it into... In, I would get it in dollars and I would make fucking money angels. How many fucking paper cuts do you think you're going to get diving headfirst? Oh, I wouldn't dive. I, I said you just, just diving. No, I, yeah, well, for Scrooge McDuck. But if I'm doing it in dollar bills, then I'm going to make fucking money angels. I would definitely at least pile it. Dollar it. angels. Hell yes. <laughs> and just fucking rub it all over my body. Maybe have sex in it. I mean, it's all going to be fucking... Full of. Could you do me a favor and could you just take out the bottom <laughs> portion of the money to help me with that? <laughs> don't need your sex money. You don't want my sex money? <laughs> You're just like, my sweaty sex money. I have $300,000, but I had sex in it. Here, these $200 bills were on my nipples. You can have them. <laughs> You're like, fine, but I won't be happy about it. <laughs> Do you want me to buy you a house or not? <laughs> Fine. But I don't want to know where you put that money. <laughs> well, Bam, I believe that's time. We got to run. Uh, once again, if you would like to email us like A did, uh, our email is bamandbeans at gmail.com. Or check us out on Facebook where our Would You Rathers are posted weekly. Except the ones from last week aren't up yet. Yeah, because I'm going to post those tonight. Okay, cool. Until next time. Bye. Bye. I've been working on my podcast. God, I hope it's good. <laughs> <laughs>